0: This is an All Ears English Podcast, Episode 712, Empathy, Sympathy, Compassion. What's the difference and do you have them?
1: Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 34 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, earsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Today, our listener asks us the difference between three close terms, Empathy, sympathy, and compassion. Find out what the differences are and why these words matter for your business success or your dating life. Hey Michelle, what shaken? Hey Lindsay, not too
0: much, not too much, just getting through the week. How about you?
1: Yeah, getting through the week quite successfully, I would say. I'm planning to do a little hiking this weekend on Saturday, but it's gonna be crazy cold on Saturday, so I'm a little I know. nervous. Oh,
0: I know it's gonna be freezing.
1: I know. Like, who goes up to the mountains on the coldest days? I, I don't know why we're going, but Ha-ha. we're going. <laughs> uh-huh. I just want to get active. You know, I want to get out there, breathe in the fresh air. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, so should be good. But Michelle, I have a question for you to start off today. Uh huh. Well, how do you think that someone could develop compassion? Or, you know, is it a trait that you're born with? Oh, uh, that's a deep question, Lindsay. Well, Michelle, we like to go deep on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I guess, I guess it's
0: not, maybe you're not, uh, are you born with it? I think you are born with a little bit of it, but I also think it has to do with how you're raised and probably it's a it's a, a something that is really developed when you're a little kid. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, what about empathy? Do you think that's also developed mostly as a little kid? Uh, yeah, but
0: I also think that empathy could be, I think
1: empathy is more learned
0: as by experience.
1: Okay, interesting, interesting. Oh, boy. Well, here's another question, another tough one for you. W- well, maybe this one's easy. Would you rather have someone that has, or would you rather encounter empathy from someone else or sympathy? <laughs>
0: This is really hard. (laughs) Um, I I think either one is good, um, but I guess empathy, I think of empathy as being a little stronger.
1: Yeah, me too. So, we're going to talk about this today, guys. And so, we're, today we're talking about empathy, sympathy, and compassion. You know, really what these terms mean, how they're similar, how they're different, and how you guys can use them. And these are terms that are in the public conversation right now, right? Uh-huh. Um, I know that compassion is a term that's in my Buddhist practice a lot. Um, you know, a lot of Buddhists believe it's one of the factors that brings you to enlightenment, you know? And, you know, um, that's something we're going to touch on in a little bit. But all these words are kind of around society and they're so important especially now that we're facing you know some some tough times with the administration right Mm -hmm. um and what's going on in the world and the way people are conducting themselves due to who's in power in the united states so it's very important that we know about these terms Mm mm-hmm What do you think? Do you agree?
0: Yeah, of course. I think it's always important.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, before we get into it, if you are preparing for the IELTS exam, we have an awesome podcast. If you go over and you subscribe to IELTS Energy Podcast, we can show you what you need to know to get ready. Okay? All right. So, Michelle, let's read the students' question today. I love it when our episodes come directly from students' questions. So, Michelle, would you mind reading the question? Sure. Okay.
0: Uh, Dear Lindsay and Michelle, thank you for your wonderful and useful podcast. I keep listening to it and highly recommend it for all learners to boost communication skills. Thank you. Nice. Nice. Would you be so kind to devote an episode to the three kinds of similar words, empathy, sympathy, and compassion? Compassion. Thanks
1: in advance.
0: Great okay, question.
1: I yeah, I don't have the student's name, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, but it's a good question. And the student, yeah. <clears throat> the student already knows that these words are quite similar. Okay, so today, guys, we're really digging into the nuances. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just be ready for, you know, the nuances, not where, you know, you guys are at the right level to look at the nuances of different words. So let's dive into it, Michelle. What is compassion?
0: Okay, well, compassion is a feeling of deep sympathy, and this is from the dictionary. So, um, I'm not I'm not so uh, profound with my (laughs) words. A feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who is stricken by misfortune, accompanied Mm -hmm. by the strong by a strong desire to alleviate his uh, the suffering.
1: Exactly. And so that's where it's seen in kind of everyday language. And it's, as I said in the beginning, it's also seen in in Buddhism. I see, I hear this word all the time, because I go to these talks every Wednesday night. um, And I work on my meditation practice. So it's very much in that niche community. And it's considered, uh, this is sort of an interesting detail, but it's considered one of the four Brahma Viharas, which are the highest attitudes or emotions. And in the, the the language, the Pali language, it's called Karuna, and it's the near enemy. Uh, It's near enemy is pity. This is important, actually. It's near enemy is pity, and it's far enemy is cruelty. Do you mm. know what I mean when we say mm-hmm. near enemy and far enemy?
0: Yeah, yeah. Something that's close, but it's not good
1: close. Is not the same, right? It's close, but it's not the same, mm-hmm. and the kind of the opposite is the far enemy, is uh-huh. cruelty. Okay, so it's interesting that it's near enemy is pity because that makes me think of sympathy. A yeah, bit, right. And what is sympathy according to the dictionary? Sympathy is feelings of pity and sorrow for someone
0: else's misfortune.
1: Oh, I love how these words are just leading into each other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And so a lot of like sympathy gets kind of a bad reputation nowadays when we put it against empathy. But let's talk about sympathy a little bit. So here's a quote. They had sympathy. They had great sympathy for the flood victims. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of sympathy when We had the Katrina, Hurricane Katrina. That was a big mess that happened in 2006 here. Yeah. Okay. But we line this up a lot in our conversations, cultural conversations against empathy. Mm. And it's always considered less than. Um, But I guess I also think that another difference between empathy and sympathy is that sympathy is like a passing mind state, right? Mm -hmm. But I think of empathy as more of a character trait. Yes. you agree?
0: Yeah, I think people are empathetic. Where it's it's this it's the idea of being able to actually feel someone's pain.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, I wouldn't say that someone is sympathetic as a character trait so much. <clears throat> it's more of like something some one or day a specific to the
0: situation.
1: Exactly. I think that's an important difference between empathy and sympathy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with empathy that you know. We're going to talk about it in a second, but you can build it. But I think most of the time you either have it or you don't as a basic character trait. You're taught it as a kid or you're not. But well, mm-hmm. we, de- we could debate that out for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just go back to sympathy. I don't want to pass over this too quickly because we want to show you guys how it's used in English. What are some phrases where we use it?
0: Okay, so in English, it might say, oh, I would like to express my deepest sympathy for your loss, right? If somebody somebody has died.
1: So that's a place where I think it would be fine to use that. What do you think? Is that would you? Yeah, would you, you want to say like
0: you don't have like empathy cards, right? When somebody's uh, that, it's right. always a sympathy card.
1: And that's true. That's a good point <laughs> because empathy is more like um, oh, you 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 feel it and you kind of act it out a bit. It's more of a mind state or yeah. it's more of a it's a trait like a character trait. But this is yeah, sympathy is like a thing you do. You you. Give sympathy to someone, right? Here's another one. I can sympathize with your point of view. Now, this is used in slightly different situations, right? Not about death so much, right?
0: Right. But it's kind of like, okay, I, I, I understand your, I understand what you're going through or what yeah. you feel,
1: right? And it's usually like, I think that you might use this phrase in response to like a serious conversation, but it's not necessarily like a tragedy or a loss, right? Right, right, okay. right, right. Guys, this summer I went around the United States and I interviewed native speakers with all different accents and different perspectives. One of the topics that I looked at was gun control. And I went to a gun show in Texas. I interviewed a guy named Coleman. He's a native speaker and he told me how he felt about Americans being able to carry guns. We've taken this video and we've turned it into a lesson to help you improve your English listening skills using the bridge to connection method. To get this lesson for free, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash adventure. Okay, now let's get on to the king, the queen of (laughs) emotions, which is empathy. Okay. Uh, What do you think? So
0: empathy is like, I just always think of you can feel someone's pain. So a lot of people say that this is one of the biggest or the biggest trait they look for in a partner, right, Lindsay?
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, and I would agree with that. I think for me, if I think about my top like five things that I want in a life partner, someone who has high levels of empathy, that'd be extremely important throughout your lifetime. You know? Right, 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 exactly. You absolutely must have that in a partner. (laughs) So, I mean, so, again, going back to the differences between empathy and sympathy... Right. We're not looking down on someone. It's not condescending. Right. You're instead you're where, which is sympathy. Instead, you're standing in the person's shoes with empathy. You're feeling what they're feeling without actually experiencing the tragedy that they experienced. Right. Right. That's what you said. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Right. So, I mean, if you are like a highly empathetic person, you probably are always anticipating Mm -hmm. how someone will feel or sensing how someone feels like you're always in attuned to it. Right.
1: Yeah. And it's super important in the workplace. I mean, nowadays, empathy is a word that's in our conversation in the business world, right? So it's coming out, you know, there's always there's um there are a lot of studies, like if you look at um, Harvard Business Review, mm-hmm. there's a, one one episode that I'll leave a link to. And it says empathy. The title is Empathy is Still Lacking in the Leaders Who Need It Most. Mm. So there's lots of studies. Now there's a lot of like um, consulting companies that will come in and try to work on helping employees build empathy. It's like a buzzword in the business world now right Um, yeah because actually I know somebody who works in a corporate a friend of mine is very empathetic and she works in the corporate world and she's able to build great relationships around the office due to her high levels of empathy it's just amazing it's incredible Mm. Um, and I know that she's going to be extremely successful throughout her career because she has empathy Mm. yeah but how do you think this could be like in across cultures Michelle how could we get confused here
0: um, well, it it might be displayed differently across cultures, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that empathy is a cult is a human trait. Do you agree with that? Like all humans probably, definitely can experience empathy. Do you agree? Most, I, I, I hope like so. Sociopath. Exactly. That's, the <laughs> yeah. de- that's
0: the thing. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Right. Like unless you're talking about a criminal, a future criminal or, you know, someone who is a psych- psychopath, sociopath, then most people have the ability to feel empathy. Right. But the way that we might express it, uh, express it across cultures could be different. And I could see how that could lead to some confusion in the workplace. Right.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. How to express yourself and how to show and you don't know across con- uh, cultures how this will be taken.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I like to go back to the dating conversation here because we have a fun role play. Um, I'm going to ask you how important empathy is for you, Michelle, in your dating life. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay. It'll be fun. <laughs> and so, guys, remember, you can't get the role plays unless you do subscribe to the transcript. So subscribe to them at com forward slash subscribe. And we're going to talk through this role play after we do it. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, Michelle, would you rather <laughs> date someone who has high levels of empathy or who has a stable job? Mm,
0: I'd go for someone with empathy. That's a trait that's harder to learn later in life, but you can certainly build job skills anytime.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean, but I'd go for the guy with a decent job. I feel like if you know someone doesn't have career ambition, that says something about them.
0: Yeah, maybe. I guess no one would sympathize with you if you married someone who has a lot of empathy
1: but no money and he ended end up (laughs) poor. Everyone would say, I told you so. (laughs) Yeah, and compassion is another thing I look for in a partner. If he doesn't have a soft side, then I can't imagine being with him long term.
0: Oh, I think I know just the person for
1: you. Want me to set you up on a blind date? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I sounded a little confused about the traits that I wanted because I didn't care about empathy, but I wanted compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Which is strange, right? Because I think one thing that our listeners should take away today is that empathy and compassion are pretty similar. Yeah. Do you agree?
0: Yes. And it's interesting. Sorry to, well, maybe we should go through the role play before I make this point.
1: Yeah. Let's go through the role play. Let's do it. So let's start at the top. Go ahead, Michelle. What was the first one we used?
0: You said, Do you would you rather date someone who has high levels of empathy, right? Meaning that they can feel other people's pain uh, uh-huh. or have a sta or if they have a stable job, right? And then um I said that I'd go with empathy.
1: <laughs> okay, good. And I disagreed with you. Um I said a stable job was more important, career right. ambition. And then I said, I guess or you said, I guess no one would sympathize with you. So right. we're using sympathy in a different way. We're using it as a verb.
0: Right, okay? right, right.
1: Yeah, so uh, check that out again with the with the transcripts, guys. Sympathize with you and married someone who has a lot of empathy but no money, and you ended uh. up poor. <laughs> right, and then what? What happened
0: after that? Um, yeah, then you said, and compassion is another thing. If he doesn't have a soft side,
1: I can't imagine being with him. Yeah, <laughs> kind of confused. Okay, so yeah, what what, is, what what do you want to point out there, Michelle? Uh,
0: just this idea of whether empathy can be learned or not, because I I mm. think in the beginning I said that comes with having more experience and yet here we're talking about it as something you learn as a kid. That's an interesting conversation. I mean, I don't want to get, uh, it would take up forever to have this debate, but um, I mean, originally I felt this, uh, I mean, I understand what you're saying about it being something that's learned as a child, but at the same time, I think that you can, you can develop, I I mean, you have to have, a certain amount of empathy I think when you're born but I think you develop it also by having experiences so that you can mm. you know what it feels like when someone's going through something
1: yeah that's a good point yeah. this is really interesting and obviously we don't have time for the debates yeah yet, but maybe we can do it like I'd love to go into this another day because yeah. it's super interesting I think you're right I mean I think probably like my opinion is that you, you need a basic like yeah. Uh, baseline level of it that you do kind of need to learn yeah. in your home life from probably from your p- yeah. upbringing, your parents. And then, and then, you know, maybe we could, like what happens to us after that is important. Like we could harden up and forget how to be empathetic. Right. Or we could open up to it more. Right. Right. Because we've been in certain conditions, like maybe we've traveled the world and we've right. seen certain things that will bring out our empathy more. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, or you, Yeah.
0: Seen yeah. certain things are just, Yeah, had some experience yourself. I mean, like, I mean, I'm even thinking about like, oh, like, for example, you go to a party Mm -hmm. and you don't know anyone and you're just like looking around the room and you feel awkward and it's a bad night. And then, you know, two years from then you go to another party and you have all these friends and you're looking at that one person who and then you can remember feeling that way, like that kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. That's a good point. So your own experiences of being like an outsider. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I know someone who um was a, kind of an outsider as a kid and was teased a little bit as a kid. And as a result, she's developed very high empathy as a, as an adult. Yeah. But that could have gone the other way. And the person could have clo- closed off and become like more sociopathic, uh-huh. <laughs> <right>? sociopathological.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? You never know. <laughs> yeah. But so- interesting topic
1: really interesting topic. What you guys could do to follow up from today's episode is you could just do a quick search on Google. You could Google like, to what extent is empathy learned? right? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you'd come up with some studies. Again, it's a big buzz topic right now. Hot topic in science and the news and psychology research. So check it out. It's also relevant in the business world, as we know. Okay. So, so, so cool. I wish we could talk for half an hour on this, Michelle, but our listeners have got to get back to their lives. That's right.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks guys for listening. Thanks for the question too. All right, uh-huh. Michelle. See you uh-huh. soon. All right.
1: Bye. Bye.